it is really nice to meet you, Aaron. Thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with me. I really, uh, really do appreciate it. Yeah. My pleasure. Um, Guitar Lessons is a is a wonderful film, and uh, I was wondering what was it that made you want to tell this story. Well, it's a, it's just my life. This one. I mean, this is this is very personal to me. So this this is where I grew up, and this is the people I grew up among, and amongst, and and these are uh, yeah, this is home for me. So like my first film, Hank Williams' First Nation, which was personal and very local and germane to my community and my youth. Uh, this film is the same, and and you know during during the pandemic and and I found myself back home I've been living in the states a lot for the last several years and and I found myself at home without much to do and 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 some friends in the north that thought it would be fun to make a movie and so it, it was that kind of freedom and um whim that just allowed us to do whatever we wanted and when you leave uh me alone with some friends to do whatever we want this is the kind of thing that falls out <laughs> that's fair well i mean that's interesting so i didn't realize that this was that this is this the type of environment you grew up in or in the same area you grew grew up in yeah both so these are my people so i i grew up on a little farm maybe 100 miles from where we shot this film mm -hmm. and uh and some of the people involved with making it are, are old neighbors of mine. And uh, so I know these characters very well. And, and the, 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 you know, Ray, the character that, that Corb Lund plays is, is, uh, is a neighbor and an uncle and, and, a and a friend. And, and these are the, and, and the kids that, you know, Leland, not only was he inspired by a real kid, the, 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 the 15 year old boy in the film was inspired by a kid that I knew no, as a school teacher, um, I just know, know these kids and I know this language. And I I've always loved the Cree language and, and uh, spent a lot of time among Cree and Métis people. And so this, this, yeah, these, this is my, this is my wheelhouse. I, I know this film. Mm. It, it shows there's the film feels very personal. I will say, um, I, I was wondering about, about Corb. Um, what was it that you saw in him that he could bring to to lead the film to into this role? Well, Corb's a friend. He's he's a great guy, and he's a great artist. He, he's, a, um, I mean, he's a he's a star, and we we he gets a lot of respect. But but sometimes I think that um, we don't I, we don't know or appreciate what a what a serious he's he's got a lot of goofy songs, and of course. You know, sometimes it's our goofy work that, that gets more attention. But if you dig into Corb's catalog, he's a, he's a poet and he's an artist. But beyond that, he is a consummate professional. He's the only one. And I, you know, I started in in the arts and entertainment as, as a musician. And so I know lots of musicians and have worked with lots of musicians. I don't know anyone kind of at Corb Lund's level who still takes guitar lessons for his own personal betterment. He He's a, he's the kind of guy who gets up at eight o'clock in the morning and works for two or three hours on his songwriting before going for a run. He's a consummate professional. He takes his work very seriously, and he has a it is a, always had a genuine interest in acting and in theater beyond film, but in theater. And he's 
this weekend he's doing something uh, with in in with the theater with a theater group in Alberta, and and so what was the question? Corbett's a friend, but I, and he's a great artist, and I knew he had an interest in acting and had studied acting in New York City with David Mamet. So Corbett's had small parts in things I've done before. You know, he pl played the cop in a little movie I made in Bakersfield and. And uh, when I reached out to him with this to play the lead in a, in a really carry the film, he stuck his neck out. Uh, and I'm pretty sure his management told him, don't even think about it. Don't do this. Uh, but he did. And I, we all appreciate it. He did a great job and he brought a lot of energy and, and uh, attention to the film that's been great for us. He, he really does. He bring, He's sort of the soul of the film in a lot of ways. Um one of the other things that of course the film uh i mean it's right in the title but the the guitar this film is very much uh you know a, a, an affectionate love letter to the guitar itself in some ways and i was wondering for you why the guitar why this specific incident or incident instrument um yeah. to to make the sort of the centerpiece of the of the, of the film yeah, again, it's highly personal, uh, Steve. I, I uh, from a boy crawling around on the floor. My my dad had a record, and my mom had a record. Right, as uh, growing up on the farm, my dad's record was Twenty Four Great Truck Driving Songs by the KTEL. Uh, KTEL's Twenty Four Great Truck Driving Songs, and my mom's record was Elvis Presley GI Blues. So that's what I just sat there and watched going round and round on the turntable. So guitar became, I just dreamed of guitars. And, and as soon as I sold a 4-H calf, my first 4-H calf I sold, I uh, phoned Simpson Sears. And I must have been 12 at the time. And amazingly, in those days, you could order something COD and pay for it when it arrived at the, at the post office in Dixonville, Alberta. So they did that they they let a 12 year old order an electric guitar and an amplifier cod and it showed up uh not to my surprise but to my parents surprise but i sold my calf i sold brutus the, my beef calf had gone to the auction and uh and i had the cash to pay cod so i went home with a sunburst stratocaster and a mel bay book on how to play the guitar and i just played that thing for two years before someone took me aside or a year and a half before someone came by and showed me how to tune it. So I can't imagine what it sounded like uh, upstairs. So those first year and a half, I didn't even know how to tune it, but the guitar. So that's how important the guitar is to me. I had an uncle who played the guitar and he was a hero of mine and guitar players have always been heroes of mine. I, I moved to Austin, Texas for four years and worked uh, in the music industry down there and got to know some of the greats and uh, Corb and I uh, share uh, love not only for guitar for guitar playing and for music but for the instrument itself and yeah you see some of that in the film <clears throat> well you know it, absolutely I mean it, it's funny because it really the film sort of builds up to the guitar lessons <laughs> it's funny with the title guitar lessons you think it's gonna you know after that first meeting you're like all right we're gonna get right <laughs> into it but no, they, he's got to earn those lessons. <laughs> and, uh, um, which I actually really like about the film because it, it adds significance to them. Um, 
And you know what I think is so interesting though about these moments is the mentoring relationship or the or the relationship between men in this film is fascinating to me. Um and even mm. even down to that 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 scene near the end where uh I forget the characters' names, but the two gentlemen are sitting around the fire and yeah. one of them's uh opening up about his addiction. Um, and he says it's dangerous to ask a man for advice or something to that effect. Um, but it seems like it's difficult for men to engage in these sorts of big conversations. I was wondering why you think that's so tough for us? Wow. Uh, no one's asked me that a question like that, or, or even brought that up to my awareness. And I, I appreciate it. I, I, um, it's a bit of a tough time to be a man and there's good reasons for that. And, and, uh, so one of the things that, and, and, and I think as an, as, as someone who grew up on a farm and grew up in the North and rural communities, and now has been living in places like Los Angeles and Austin for years and, uh, become rather cityfied and, and urbanized myself. Um, yeah, I, I you, you bring up, uh, an interesting question. It it is tricky to know what to do with with the uh, masculinity and and with the patriarchy in some kind of positive way. We're, we've we've spent a lot of time, understandably and and rightly so, talking about the negative aspects of the patriarchy and and the and the toxic toxic aspects of masculinity. And still, it's there, and it's it's not always toxic, and it's not always negative. And there's something, uh, and it's and it's something we need to do to deal with and to to navigate. And and there's something about rural people, rural men, and there's something about uh, indigenous men, Cree men, who I think maybe have a have a handle on on that manhood in a way that we in the city are we urbanites are struggling to grasp. And so I've never really thought about it. And you, and you are thinking on the spot now and, and I appreciate it, but I like that scene where, and, and, the, and the relationship between nephew and uncle is important. The relationship between Ernie and bruiser and he goes and he asks a man for advice because he's struggling with addiction. And, and the the relationship between the boss and the employee are two men, and then the relationship with the with the the guitar teacher, and really, and the boy who's looking for guitar lessons, and really, it's a story about a fifteen year old and a fifty year old. Both of them, excuse me, both of them are are um, learning to grow up together over the guitar lessons, right? And uh, not to say that there aren't some powerful and interesting uh, women in the film and examples of of the matriarchy and 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 uh, and I love it when Gookum Gookum beats up beats up Ernie and throws her moccasin rubber at her. And I love Denise's strength, uh, Ray's girlfriend and, and uh, Ernie's new girlfriend are strong and interesting women characters in the film, but. To, to uh, answer your question, I, I guess, you know, all, all stories are explorations, and that's one of the things that the film explores, and uh, and a nod to rural and indigenous and, and uh, ag agrarian cultures uh, for having, when, when they have it right, have, can have a good grasp on masculinity and manhood. 
Absolutely. And like you said, that that scene is actually my favorite one of the film. Um, mm. It's just these these two men wondering how to communicate with one another and, and, and how they can help one another. I mean, that as you said, there's there's multiple scenes and the women in this film are absolutely wonderful as well. This is not to take away from anything there. But there there does seem to be this sort of struggle to to get to that that deeper emotional core uh, with yeah. one another and share, which I think is is beautiful, especially in that moment. Um, I like that. So, so now I'm I'm pontificating. You got me thinking. But I, I like the scene with the the Ray and Leland in the boat, and and Ray, I think he kind of says it all for himself when he. Uh, he says, and sometimes we didn't have, <laughs> choking myself up, sometimes we didn't have anyone to teach us better, right? Yeah. He says to the boy, when they're talking, he's trying to teach the boy about the three times of women. Sometimes, you know, he's obviously a grown man who's had, to, who's trying to figure out how to grow up. He didn't, he's one one of us who hadn't, didn't have anyone to teach us any better as we go along. And, uh, and we need to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, uh, Aaron, the, the film is, the film's a joy. I'm just wondering from, from you, uh, what do you hope people take away from it? Well, it's been a great, uh, I, 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 I just want, when I, when I made the first film, what do I hope people take away from it is the question. I, when I made the first film, Hank Williams, First Nation, and, and we played at a, at a Northern theater uh, with a largely Cree audience in in High Prairie, Alberta, and I went up there, and at the end of the end, you know, the the audience loved it, and and like they loved guitar lessons, and a lot of people have said how guitar lessons is kind of like Hank Williams' First Nation Part Two, a bit of a sequel, and it, it and it is and it isn't, but it is in a way. At the end of Hank Williams, a big old grandma, Cookham woman came up to me and gave me a bear hug and lifted me off the ground and put me back down and she said that's the first i'm 78 years old that's the first time in my life i've seen my language my people and my land up on the big screen my language my people and my land up on the big screen and she thanked me for that so i've never forgotten that and and i think that's what i that's the thing that i one of the things that I most like about audiences going away from uh, guitar lessons is it's just the joy that they've had to see themselves because we seldom here in the, in the prairies anyway, uh, we seldom see ourselves up on the big screen and we're always watching, you know, somebody from far away on the, on the big screen. So to see our own people in our own language and our own land and, and, you know, we, we, Alberta gets to play Alberta in, in this film and uh that's a that's a particular joy beyond that we've we've had wonderful emails or letters from people who said you know that that, that, that this has inspired them to work on their addiction problems we've yeah. had you know letters from people who it's inspired me to pick up the guitar again so those kind of things and it's just it's been a nice thing to bring us together and uh and i want to take it to a larger audience now and see if see beyond the prairies Looking forward to that on February 24th, seeing how it plays elsewhere in the world. Well, I appreciate that. Aaron, thank you so much. I really appreciate your candor and your openness. And thanks for sharing with us today. Thank you so much. 
My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Any anytime. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.